The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Have you ever stopped to think that the best and worst place to live is in your mind? Think about it. We can create our own destiny or our own downfall. It all has to do with the way that we choose to think and see things. Welcome to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, with your host, Dr. Paula Joyce. Dr. Paula is here with her guest experts to show you just how to change that negative way of thinking and see your world in a positive light. Now, here is Dr. Paula. Uplift your life, nourishment of the spirit. Welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and I'm grateful to be here with and for you today. You are all part of a global community with fellow listeners in literally every corner of the world. Thank you for being here with and for me and for continuing to spread the word to your friends, relatives, and colleagues. A special note of gratitude goes to our listeners around the world in Canada, Brazil, and Australia, and in the states of Arizona, Arkansas, and Ohio. Welcome and thank you for all your continuing support because you keep tuning in and listening. Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit is a top-ranked show here on the Voice America Talk Radio Network, the oldest and most widely listened to online talk radio network. Thank you for listening and making this show success possible. I love hearing from you, so please keep sending me your questions and comments. And if you enjoy my show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook. In addition to posting all of our shows, I post special uplifting messages to you and I repost videos that will make you laugh, feel good about all of the kindness in the world. Fill your heart with the beauty of nature and animals, the delight of dance and music, and the joy of being alive. As one Facebook friend wrote, Paula, to see these human kindness videos helps me so during these difficult times. Thank you for sharing them. I have had to put Facebook aside for a while because I get too upset. I appreciated her note and reminded her that, like me, she can block people who are sending out angry, mean-spirited posts. We must protect ourselves from all of the viciousness and fear that is being spread. I even delete comments that are unkind, tell the sender that I do not accept name-calling on my site, and if they do it a second time, I block them. After I sent her this message, I was delighted to see that she has been active on Facebook again. I assume it's because she took my advice. Only like and follow the people who add positivity to the world and to your life. The answer to hate is love. Please be part of the solution. 
And now your tip for the fear for my e. And now your tip for the week from my ebook, Thirty Three Tips for Self Empowerment. I wrote this book because when you are self empowered, you are connected to your limitless higher self, your soul. As you learn to hear the still small voice within over the loud voices of others, you will begin to feel at peace because your limitless higher self has direct access to the divine. It is through this connection that miracles occur, like unexpected healing, healthy relationships, peace and wealth. So please use these tips. My tip for this week is in honor of our topic today. Keep a success journal. It's easy to take for granted what is working in our lives and just focus on what is absent. In a special journal, take a few minutes every day to write down one to three ways in which you were successful in your emotional responses, thoughts, words, or actions. Include changes in your relationships, work, health, and or finances. Even the smallest action or new thought can be a major personal victory. The more you do this, the better you will feel about yourself and the more you will know that you are worthy and do deserve all good things, including the gift of life itself. This alone will feed your desire to live. Sometimes feelings of unworthiness come from guilt, self-blame, and difficulty forgiving ourselves. With all of these negative thoughts spinning around in our heads, it's hard to get an objective and realistic perspective. I have been using Tarot for 36 years to help me do just that, which is one reason why I'm teaching an introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight cards this month. Life is often confusing with conflicting voices vying for our attention. How do we know which voice will bring us the most success and happiness? There is a path to seeing clearly. The cards guide us with the big picture in mind. By helping us see what is hidden, we learn what we need to know. With Tarot, Oracle, and Insight cards, you will learn to trust yourself, grow your intuition and psychic abilities, make the best decisions decisions for yourself. Let go of negative patterns and fears. Align your actions with your life's purpose. As Brother Chi Singh, founder of the Dallas Meditation Center, said, Dr. Paula is the real deal. I highly recommend her to everyone interested in the fast track to spiritual transformation. We'll be at the Center for Spiritual Living in Dallas this Sunday, August 21st. If you don't live in Dallas, contact me to present this workshop or another one in your area you can sign up on my website paulajoyce.com and looking ahead I'll be teaching the I'm awakening embodying the divine feminine on September 18th and creating financial abundance on October 16th Choosing to be positive, choosing to think, see, feel, and act in new and healthier ways is the heart of Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. We all have choices, but we can't make the best choices for ourselves if we don't know what the options are. 
This show provides you with new information on health and healing with an emphasis on spirituality and the connection between our thoughts, emotions, and physical and mental health. We can all choose happiness, gratitude, abundance, love, peace, and positivity as we allow ourselves to know the truth of our own experiences and feel the pain of our past or present life and let it go. We open ourselves up to the joy of being fully alive and every moment. We change the energy in our body and literally become younger and healthier, feel lighter and have more energy. We truly know and feel the joy, beauty, and love in our lives. My show helps you do that by providing you with new information, perspectives, and techniques, inspirational stories, and guests who are thought leaders in their field, like our guest today, Tobin Blake, who is here for the third time to talk about healing. This time with an emphasis on the importance of the desire to live. I'd like to share a new technique with you that I've been using every day for a few weeks now. I absolutely love how much it's helping me. It clears negative energy and strengthens your aura in order to heal conditions within the physical body, the emotions, and the mind. It's very simple. Do this with me now. Take a deep breath. As you breathe, see and feel the color lavender coming from the heavens and the earth and filling your entire body. Then say, I am made whole and healthy through the light of the divine that is within me and all around me. Say it every day if you have a serious condition, especially a cellular condition like cancer. Otherwise, you only need to do it once or twice a week. With all of the negativity in our world right now, this is particularly helpful for all of us. Last week's show was a wonderful discussion with Dr. Bernard Golden who talked with us about overcoming destructive anger. His passion for this topic stemmed from early experiences with his parents' anger and fueled his entire professional life, leading him to develop anger management education and write his latest book, which incorporates mindfulness practices. The best way to talk about this show is to share some of our correspondence afterwards. On Sunday, I wrote, on a personal level, I wanted to thank you for our conversation Thursday. For a long time, I have noticed that the guests on my show seem to appear in the order that I need for my own healing. Talking about the election coupled with our discussion about anger and compounded by the vicious attacks that Hillary receives brought up some deeply buried emotions and memories for me. I've been processing and releasing emotions, thoughts, and physical dysfunction since Thursday. A lot of my pain was stuffed down into my head and neck shoulders and back. I noticed this morning that my shoulders are totally relaxed rather than tight as if on high alert. When I noticed that, I thought about the portion of our conversation on progressive relaxation. I just wanted you to know the impact that you had on me personally. We don't always know the good we are doing in the world. I'm certain that if it helped me, our show helped a lot of other people as well. 
thank you for your contributions to creating peace within the individual and thereby within the world. His response to me was, I am so grateful for your letter of appreciation and I'm delighted to hear that you found it personally informative and beneficial. Our conversation was most rewarding for me as well. You gave me the opportunity to to provide so much more information than a few sound bites that others often seem to want. And it seems means a lot to me that you believe I am contributing to create peace for individuals and the world. This is exactly what I hope to achieve with my book and other writing, including my new blog for Psychology Today. To listen to this show, I encourage, or any of the others that you may have missed or want to listen to again, I encourage you to go to my website, paulajoyce.com, and click on radio show at the top of the navigation. That's the beauty of having the shows on demand. You have easy access any time of day or night, allowing you to listen when it fits your schedule or needs. My silver lining story for today is really from a few weeks ago. March 20th marked the second year anniversary of my radio show. During the entire two years, I didn't make one mistake in my scheduling. On June 9th, however, that perfect record was wiped out when I double booked myself. It wasn't until the guest I expected and Tobin were both holding on the phone line that it hit me that I had forgotten to write Tobin on my schedule. I was horrified that I had been responsible for such a blatantly callous action. Tobin had already been on twice, and I valued his wisdom, knowledge, and ease of communication so highly that immediately after each show, I invited him to be on again to talk about some of the things that we didn't have time to discuss. He very generously said yes both times. This time, however, I didn't actually put him on my schedule. As Tobin listened to the beginning portion of my program, he quickly figured out my error and graciously got off the line without confronting me. That I was able to continue the show in a professional manner, knowing what I had done without crumbling under the weight of my shame and guilt, was my first silver lining. Not too long ago, I would have been done in by my mistake. Whether it was just human error or my guide showing me how much I've grown doesn't matter. What matters is that I allowed myself to be human, to make an embarrassing error, and then quickly recover from it. As soon as the show was over, I called Tobin to offer a humble and sincere apology. To his credit, he said absolutely nothing negative or unkind. He was completely understanding and forgiving even being kind enough to say that he could have double-checked with me. I knew, however, that it wasn't his responsibility. The second silver lining was experiencing how two adults handle a situation that could have been volatile had Tobin chosen to be insulted and angry. He didn't make that choice. He chose to be very generous with his kindness and forgiveness, so much so that instead of holding a grudge, as some might do, he was willing to reschedule. In fact, he turned the situation into a real win-win by choosing a date that would coincide with the release of the new printing of his book with a new title, 
and I very happily agreed to write a review for a book that I like so much that I invited him to talk about it on three different shows. I've never done that with anyone before. The icing on the cake for me was that after having had a lifetime of accusations and blame, which I internalized with guilt, shame, and self-criticism, it was a delight to see how easy and simple it is to offer and accept forgiveness and to interact with an unwritten contract of acceptance, unconditional love, and positivity. Once you've experienced that, it's easy to repeat and to make it the norm because it feels so good. So it's with gratitude that I introduce our guest today, Tobin Blake, who, as you've just heard, actually practices what he teaches. He's the author of Everyday Meditation, 100 Daily Meditations for Health, Stress Release, and Relief, and Everyday Joy, which was selected as one of the best books of 2012 by two different sources. His most recent book is With Love, All Things Can Be Healed, a true story and a 21st century spiritual guide to health and healing. Tobin has studied various spiritual traditions and has been meditating for over two decades. He is a longtime student of A Course in Miracles and the Mind-Body Connection. He has appeared on numerous radio and television shows and has held workshops on meditation and spiritual awakening. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. While listening to the commercials, click on the link to read about and register for my next seminar, Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards, or to schedule one in your area. Then click on Store to purchase my ebook, 33 Tips for Self Empowerment. Then go to Calendar of Events to see your question for today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tobin Blake to talk about the importance of the desire to live. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. Be the best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. 
Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the life doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5795. That's 1 866 472 5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. I always appreciate hearing from you, my listeners, and as a top top ranked show, when you choose to advertise with me, you reach hundreds of thousands of people. If this interests you, or if you want to become part of the conversation today, please call one 472 5795 or send an email to Joyce at gmail.com. I value you and what you have to say, so please let me know what's on your mind and heart. And I hope you wrote down whether it's easy for you to forgive and especially to forgive yourself and I'm so pleased to welcome Tobin Blake who's here to talk about the importance of the desire to live welcome Tobin hey good morning Dr. Paula I'm so happy to finally be back with you Thank you. So there was clearly a reason for the delay. But Tobin and I were joking during the break about um, being human. And I was saying how I was stumbling over my words during this show. And so we were laughing about being human. So um, it's good to talk to another human being, Tobin. (laughs) Thank you. Well, don't worry about it. My tongue oftentimes does not keep up with my brain. And my brain oftentimes does not keep up with the universal flow so yes so here we are yeah. um, and and I, I truly am glad to be here with you and in to all have our imperfections <laughs> in all our imperfection um, so we wanted to talk today kind of to pick up where we left off on in in our last conversation about the importance of feeling worthy and and the desire to live and that we have a reason to live how why are these important in healing i thought it's all about as we're told so many times it's all about which medication you take and and the right combination of them and stuffing all that down you and doctors don't prescribe love <laughs> Yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's all too often the case. And, you know, uh, I've got to point out here, though, some some physicians, many physicians are coming around, and uh, we're beginning to realize on a scientific level uh, the importance of um, emotional states and how they affect our body. And one one great example is Dr. Candace Pert. Um and she was a great researcher who did a tremendous amount of research on the mind-body connection. 
And, you know, she was a really hardcore uh, researcher, uh, co-discoverer of the endorphin system, uh, had many hundreds of published um, studies. So she was, she was a real scientist, you know. And she eventually summed up her work in her book, Molecules of Emotion, um, that the body is actually the physical manifestation of the mind in time and space. So if you can imagine that for a moment, what you're dealing with on a mental, emotional level, or what I call your head and your heart, actually extends from that into your body, into time and space. So if you want to fix the body, before you do anything else, before you take any medications, swallow any pills or anything uh, of a physical nature, you really need to get in touch with what's going on within you. Um, that's really profound um, because also it, it emphasizes the importance of our thoughts and how powerful they are in creating our physical body. Yeah, and, you know, ultimately we think of disease in physical terms. And so, yes, naturally we think of, and we think of ourselves as physical beings. Um, that is our experience. And um, it, when you really get into the heart of healing, you realize that it is a spiritual journey. It is absolutely a journey of uh, awakening, of coming to peace with yourself, of coming to peace with your life, coming to peace with the people in your life and ultimately coming to peace with Source, God, you know, whatever you want to call that force, the creative energy that flows throughout the universe. Um, that is the ultimate healing. And so if you're looking to heal your body, uh, you better start with the source of any um, disconnect from Source. That, that, that is ultimately what this journey is about. So that's a game changer. That's uh, um, totally different. I know, I, and, and I want to acknowledge what you're saying about there being people at the forefront in science and in medicine yes. who are yes. beginning to understand um, that it's, it's all connected, that our, our mind, body, spirit are connected, and that we need to treat the person as a whole not as body parts or as disease. Absolutely. We, we're multidimensional creatures, you know. Um, we exist ultimately, certainly in source as spiritual beings, uh, and now we are having a human experience, not uh, the reverse of that. That's a classic spiritual statement. Uh, try to think of yourself as a spiritual being having a human experience rather than a human being having a spiritual experience. Um, so if we begin at that level, we also see that we are emotional beings, uh, and ultimately that uh, coalesces and manifests in the physical world. Um, so we really need to treat all those levels. And certainly I'm not saying don't take medication, don't go see the doctor if you're ill. Um, you know, doctors uh, uh, work with source as well for our good and for our healing. We. We all work as brothers and sisters here and teachers and students, and um, certainly uh, many of us can be helped along our way, the healing path, with physical medications as well. And um, So we, we have to keep that in mind. So yes, I always say look to the spiritual side of any disease, whether it's emotional disease, physical disease, circumstantial disease. Um, look to your spiritual healing first. 
look at your emotional states as well um, and also uh, deal with the physical part as best you can. Um, yes, definitely we are not talking either or, but it it has been pretty much either or up till now, um, until relatively recently. And I know Dr. Bernie Siegel, who wrote, who's been on this show several times and who wrote the um, introduction to your book, um, he was at the forefront of helping people understand this connection and trying to um, bring the wholeness aspect back in treating the human being. Absolutely. Um, Bernie is a great force for that and a man I uh, have come to highly regard and respect uh, and so blessed, of course, to have him write that beautiful forward to the to the book. Yes, and, and so... If so many people are cut off from really, they they keep so busy that they don't stop to feel um, or to even pay attention to their thoughts. So if we're disconnected from our emotions and our thoughts, um, how do we get reconnected and how do we do that through with the help of the spiritual realm? Yeah, well, it begins with the intention to do so. So that's where it all starts. And for me, my journey began as a very, you know, young man. I was really a kid when I was being exposed to teachings like uh, Paramahansa Yogananda's autobiography of the yogi, you know, where he said, basically, you don't have to wonder about God or, or wonder if there's a God or there's a heaven. Um, you can experience that for yourself through things like meditation um, and devotion and so on. And um, so I, I took him at his word and I started so pretty young, you know, getting interested in these things. And it was really just an intention that sparked my interest. And, you know, we're all drawn to um, home. We're all drawn to discover our true self, so to speak, self with a capital S. So that's already built in there. And we just need to begin kindling that a little bit. You know, and as for all the distractions that come up along the way, um, I like to think of those as uh, just um, uh, weapons of, of ego, so to speak, um, to keep us from realizing uh, enlightenment. Um, and there's a great story. It's an ancient one. Buddha, 2,500 years ago, went through this very thing where he sat underneath the Bodhi tree in search for, of enlightenment. And he determined not to get up until he had achieved his goal. And Mara rose up, which could equate directly to the ego, in traditional terms, um, to uh, Satan, let's say. And Mara began attempting to tempt him out of his journey. And ultimately, that culminated in Mara uh, lining up his, his minions, his army of darkness, and they shot arrows into the sky. And these arrows flew at Buddha, and he didn't move. He didn't budge. And as they were about to strike him and rain down upon him, they transformed into to lotus flowers and rained down all around him harmlessly, um, illusions. And that great story really equates to all the distractions that we experience every day. Um, life is about a journey of awakening and enlightenment. And all those distractions that come up in the form of grievances and fear and discontent and just busyness, day-to-day busyness, those are the arrows of Mara. 
Well, the other thought that occurred to me is also that most of what we worry about never happens. (laughs) Yeah, it's just completely ridiculous mind stuff. Um, Just a distraction from being present and being in the moment. Uh, You know, and that's really all that worrying about the future ever is, including if you're sick. Sickness is another distraction. Huh. How uh, that's a uh, talk a little bit more about that. That's fascinating. Yeah, um, and it's it's uh, something that uh, it's an, a concept that I first discovered through the great teaching of Course in Miracles. Uh, Course in Miracles states that um, essentially that sickness is a defense against the truth. That's how it, it, it words it. Um, but basically, just what I said: um, disease, sickness, suffering. Fear, all those things, which you know are forms of sickness, uh, including all kinds of mental diseases, depression, anxiety, etc., are forms of distracting us from um, being awake in the present moment, connecting with the present moment, and awakening in the present moment. Um, they they are things. They are, as I said, Mara's arrows that fly at us to um, attempt to essentially dissuade us from being present in what uh, is essentially meditation. That's what being present is. It's a meditation. Um, and, and to frighten us away. That's it. To frighten us away. And yet most of us do um, allow ourselves to be frightened. Um, I, I was just um, listening to a talk where someone was saying that in, that half of the antidepressants that exist in the world that are prescribed are prescribed in the United States of America. That's shocking. Um, yeah. It, 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 you yeah, know, go it, ahead. <laughs> it, it, it just reflects the uh, notion that we're physical beings and we need to take physical medications to treat all our diseases and that somehow we can magically um, ward away depression and anxiety with a pill. And, um, you know, these, these uh, little pieces of magic may help a little bit. They may help to alleviate it. Why? Because we believe that they will. And the mind is extraordinarily powerful. We are natural-born creators, and what we think and believe and want tend to manifest into our lives. So if we believe a little pill is going to um, help us to alleviate something, it may do that for a while. But ultimately, the roots of disease, the roots of depression, the roots of all of our angst come from our sense of separation from each other, from our higher self, and from spirit. And, and yet we live in a world that um, emphasizes that, and especially right now, there's so much fear, anger, um, uh, negativity being, um, uh, we're constantly being bombarded by it. How does yeah. one maintain their sense of, um, humanity of kindness uh, and and feel unity with so much negativity. Well, you know, I can tell you, it, it, just like you and just like everybody, I have had um, many experiences, many attacks in this world. You know, I've been the victim of many assaults uh, over the years, 
and they continue. And um, what you have to realize, number one, is that returning attack for attack will not solve the problem. That is humanity's history. And um, look where it has culminated with uh, terrorists uh, across the world, you know, all the, the bloodshed we see daily splashed before our eyes on the nightly news domestically and abroad. And, um, you know, the horrendous attacks between police and African-Americans back and forth in our own country. And it, it just goes on and on. It's an endless cycle as long as we engage in it. And I believe that it was the wise man, Dr. Martin Luther King, who pointed out that um, hatred will never solve hatred. And I'm paraphrasing here. Only love can drive out hatred, darkness. Um, and and that, that, that wisdom has slowly, slowly, very gradually become my guiding principle in life. Um, I feel the urge to, you know, attack people back uh, when I feel I have been assaulted. You know, I feel that urge still. Um, but I'm less and less likely to answer that call, and I'm more and more likely to forgive and more quickly to let things go. Ramdas was once asked, do you still get angry? You know, and Ramdas is a great spiritual teacher and writer, for those of you who don't know. And he said... <laughs> Of course, of course, but I don't hold on to it. Anger and, you know, the stressors of life become like a wave that come at you in the world when you begin awakening. And you just sort of learn to let that wave, you know, it it hits you and you feel it and you just learn to let it dissipate and go through you. And you recognize the eternal truth. I am not a body. I am free, for I am still as God created me. The Course in Miracles says that. And when you identify with that eternal, safe self. You know that despite all the attacks, you are not in danger. And that is the key to true forgiveness. Um, Thank you for sharing that. This is a good point for us to go to break, but I also just want to say that um, we are all struggling. Well, struggling isn't the right word. We all have uh, things within ourselves that we are working on. And I love that you shared your personal story because it helps us all to understand that we really are all alike and we all share these challenges. And the thing to do is not to berate ourselves for them and to create um, guilt and um, self-blame and shame, but to work with them to become the person, to uncover the person underneath all that, who we know we really are at, um, at heart. And that's the, the, the beautiful spirit 
that we all are. So let's talk more about that when we come back. I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, and you're listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. While you're listening to the commercials, click on the link to sign up for my newsletter. You'll receive the free chapter on my ultimate creative problem-solving process for my best-selling book, which will help you release hidden fears and blockages to hearing your soul, your true self, your inner wisdom, healing at deep levels, and getting what you truly want in life. This process came to me in that space that Robert Moss talked about between sleeping and waking. It continues to be a gift that helps my clients heal more profoundly and at a more rapid rate than would normally be expected. Now in your paper, write down if you're willing to start practicing self-forgiveness. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with Tobin Blake, who's here to talk about the importance of the desire to live. Be the change. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. best that you can be. Dr. Paula invites you to meet with her for a -a one-of-a-kind breakthrough coaching session. Dissolve hidden barriers to your goals, solve your most challenging problems, and unleash your inner power. Visit PaulaJoyce.com or call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, at 214-208-3533 to find out more and to schedule your free consultation. Whether it's individual or group, business or personal, attain success with ease. Mention that you heard this on Uplift Your Life and receive 10% off your first service. Call 214-208-3533 or visit PaulaJoyce.com today. Time for a fresh perspective from leadership development to team building and re-imaging your mission. Dr. Paula has game-changing speeches and presentations crafted just for you. She has helped leading experts solve their key challenges and can help you too while reducing stress and increasing your profitability. With Dr. Paula, you will find common ground in innovative solutions. Start now with a free consultation. Call Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor, today at 214-208-3533 or visit paulajoyce.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit with Dr. Paula Joyce. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. That's drpaulajoyce at gmail.com. Now, back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you're just tuning in, I'm your host, Dr. Paula, the Life Doctor. Welcome back to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. And I hope you wrote down that you're willing to start practicing self-forgiveness. And I'm so glad we're here with Tobin Blake talking more about the importance of the desire to live. And I think self-forgiveness is one of the keys. Talk to us a little bit about that, Tobin. Well, in the book, um, you know, I go into this, and I, I, for those of you who are not familiar with the book yet, because um, we didn't really discuss it here during this program, With Love, All Things Can Be Healed tells the story of a young man who um, I knew who had uh, lymphoma. He was 18 at the time, 
and he ultimately was expected not to live um, from that as it invaded his lungs and his treatments failed. And um, I was with this young man during the whole experience, and I was fortunate to teach him meditation and to work with him a bit. Um, and ultimately, he miraculously recovered. Um, it was quite an incredible story. So the book, With Love, All Things Can Be Healed, tells his journey and also all these incredible lessons on healing in the power of love um, com- came to me during this uh, journey. And um, so I, I share those in the book. And one of the things I share is um, originally called it the three laws of healing, but really uh, I changed that because I didn't like the word laws. <laughs> I feel uh-huh. like laws are a little bit too hard, you know, and um, it's really uh, just, just uh, uh, three principles, special principles of healing. And those three principles, I think, are critical for anybody dealing with any kind of issues, emotional, physical, uh, whatever they happen to be. And those three principles, I'll just outline them here, and then we can talk about them a little bit. Um, in order to heal, number one is in order to heal, uh, the patient must believe, first of all, that healing is really possible. Uh, number two is in order to heal, the patient must want to heal. And number three is in order to heal, the patient must feel they deserve to heal. So you have to believe you can heal. You have to want to heal uh, all the way down to, to the core of your being on all levels, and you must feel ultimately that you deserve to heal. And I'm sure uh, there are many smart listeners out there, and I don't. I hardly need to elaborate on uh, the connections here between forgiveness and the relinquishment and the healing of the guilt of guilt. Uh, excuse me. Must be quite obvious in connection with these, these three uh, principles. Um, and yet, I think self-forgiveness is the hardest thing, and and I think it leads to to pain. And depending on how how hard it is for us to forgive ourselves, I think sometimes. And and you talk about this; it becomes punishment to um, to have an illness. It's like I deserve this. Yeah, and that really cuts down to the, to the heart. Of disease, when you get into the emotional factors of it, it's a it's a form of self punishment, and that is directly why self forgiveness, um, and all forgiveness is really the same. But let's call it self forgiveness, just to specify forgiveness for things that we believe we feel guilty for, things in our past, things in our, our current state um, <clears throat> that we've done or even thought that we haven't been able to let go of. Um, and ultimately, the deeper uh, fear, the deeper guilt for feeling separated um, uh, from from the universe around us. That's a very, very deep-seated sense of guilt that the ego feeds into quite a lot. All these things ultimately can manifest as physical disease. And if we're not aware of all of this, then... We're really helpless to help ourselves heal, and and that's really where the true healing comes from within our emotions, our thoughts, and our connection to the divine positive healing energy in the universe. Yeah. I mean, all of the anger we experience, all of the, um, the distractions and et cetera, and the busyness in life, and, you know... I tell this to my uh, students, meditation students, 
you know, if you have problems meditating and sitting down and you think you're, you're just restless, that's not it. You're just, um, you're actually ultimately afraid of reconnecting, letting go, and just being present. It's ultimately fear that bars us from that. And the fear is held in place by our sense of guilt. And that sense of guilt basically is um, the, the underlying threat to it is that we will be punished, you know, essentially, if we were to look within. And that's, that's the ultimate uh, root of not only disease, but um, restlessness and meditation. So it's kind of fascinating in the way all these things link together. And it's also illuminating when you consider uh, how healing meditation itself is when you are able to make those deeper connections because you're letting go ultimately of the resistance, um, which is the cause of the disease and the distress. Well, and and I'll say here too that I come from a tradition of religious tradition of Judaism, and as you were talking, so there is no original sin or belief in original sin in Judaism. But as you were talking, I suddenly had the thought: if you do believe in original sin, and that you are born um, of um, not not good. Yeah. <laughs> um, then then uh, why would you want to look within? I mean, we get enough of that in our lives growing up from in the physical realm, but if we also get it from religion, that must be doubly hard. Yeah, and I think that's why there's been such a uh, a backlash against organized religions. And it's not that all of these are bad, or you know, there are many great um, saints throughout all the religions, working in the Christian church and the Muslim church and um, Judaism and, um, you know, all the rest as well, and none. Um, but when you, when the ultimate goal of healing is to connect with God, and it was Jesus, I believe, who pointed out that the kingdom of heaven is within you, meaning all of us, um, so then the goal then is to turn within and reconnect with that inner heaven, or awaken to it, um, and then you have these, uh, and then you have uh, uh, ministers and you know people who claim to be representatives of God, who are reinforcing guilt, which essentially locks us away from that inner state. It seems like such a hypocritical contradiction that um, you know people across the world have begun to. Uh, take up resistance to that. And that's where we see, you know, more of a generic spiritual um, uh, culture starting to take over the world. You know, so I think one day we won't have any divisions in our religions. We'll just be a culture of awakening beings, you know, throughout the world, on which we already are. We just don't know it. Who who value um, that that we really are all one? What brings us together? And I, I loved what you said about Jesus saying that the kingdom of heaven is within us, which means to me that the love from heaven is within us that we can tap into to heal and to connect with, rather than the fear and belief that we're not good enough. That's right. We need to begin thinking of ourselves as loving people, as, as healed people, too. You know, we need to start saying, I don't need to heal. I am healed. 
um, I don't need to become more loving. I am loving. I don't need to uh, find uh, joy, to discover joy. I am joy. I am awake in joy. The more you begin to tell yourself that, the more that experience will illuminate your mind and you will understand being and you will understand joy and you will understand awakening and you will understand that all those things are actually identical. And in fact, um, there are always things to be joyful and grateful for. We just don't focus on them. And as we start to say those things to ourselves, then we can start to see them in our lives and believe them, to recognize them. Like there was this beautiful hummingbird as um, you and I began to talk who came to my feeder and I just lit up and I thought, oh yeah, um, a, a beautiful sign and joy from joyful sign from nature. Now we can ignore that or we can acknowledge it and yeah. and to experience the joy of it. Well, uh, when you're in a state of um, being illumination, whatever you want to call it, those who have experienced it or are just beginning to experience it know what I'm referring to. And those who haven't yet, um, I, I recommend you begin by meditation daily, uh, practicing with forgiveness techniques. Um, great teachings like A Course in Miracles can certainly be of help and other great spiritual teachings. Um, but when you're in that state of illumination, um, it's not that things bring you joy. You know, it's not that the hummingbird brings you joy. You are sharing your inner joy with it. And connecting with it, and that's why you see it there, you know. And uh, but you're right; you're acknowledging that, and that means that you were there in that moment, in the moment. Um, and so was the bird, and in in that moment, you saw God's grace. So uh, that is a vision that um, can lead you uh, quite deeply into into uh, what's commonly referred to as God realization, Paula. So, uh, Amen. God bless you. Thank you, and and what a beautiful place place for us to close out. I always learn so much from you, Tobin, and truly value you, the books that you've written, the teaching that you do, and I'm very grateful you've shared yourself and your wisdom and knowledge with us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you want to learn more about Tobin, go to TobinBlake.com and, of course, also purchase his books. And I'd like to thank you all for joining us for Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. If you enjoyed today's show, please click on the link to like us on Facebook, then click on the link to my resources page to purchase Tobin Blake's wonderful book and go to my store to purchase my books and learn about my services and including coaching, speaking, energy healing, past life regressions, or to sponsor one of my experiential workshops, such as Overcoming Abuse Through Self-Empowerment, 21 Steps for Healing the Body, Energy Healing, the Ohm Awakening, and the Ultimate Creative Problem-Solving Process. And if you mention this show, you get a 10% new client discount on my coaching, which I do in person over Skype or on the phone. When you work with me, you get support 
guidance and healing from the spiritual realm, the archangels, angels and guides of a high and positive spiritual nature work through me and directly with my clients. My process connects your mind, body and soul resulting in faster progress and profound healing emotionally, mentally and physically. Click on the link to register for my next seminar, Introduction to Tarot, Oracle, and Insight Cards, then go to Calendar of Events and press click here to send me an email with your commitment to yourself to grow, to learn, to change. If you have a question about a difficulty in your own life or an inspirational story to share or a success to celebrate, please email me at drpaulajoyce at gmail.com or leave me a phone message. I want to hear from you. If you live in Dallas, I invite you to experience my ultimate creative problem-solving process. Just click on the meetup icon on my website homepage to RSVP. And please join us next Thursday when best-selling author Christine Hassler will talk with us about how to move from struggle to grace when life disappoints us. This is Dr. Polly, your CM or chosen mom as designated by Bernie Siegel. Remember, you are loved. Just let that feeling wash over you and through you. Have a blessed week. Thank you for tuning in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Please join Dr. Paula Joyce and her guest experts next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until then, have a positive week.